What is going on, you guys? I'm live in Team Strong Life. Welcome to the Strong Life podcast. I'm going to record and I'm also going to go live, which is always fun because I can kind of see comments and interact with people. And so drop your comments as we go. And it's always helpful for other people to see, especially if you've made some progress with me and you have some wisdom, please feel free to share here. Okay. So this one I wanted for the records because I think it's really important. We're in the new year. We've got people starting challenges and I've got new people who are learning all about macros and exercise and wanting to stay consistent. And that's very difficult for people. And one of the things that really is important for people to understand are expectations and what you can expect when you start this kind of either weight loss journey or transformation journey, whatever you want to call it. I have people who've been with me for a long time, years, and I have people who are just coming in now and feeling like probably, you know, this is going to take a while. You might've realized that at this point, it's harder than you think. Some of your old habits, you know, kind of creep in there. You might feel like, oh yeah, this is me again. And my like, inability to make changes in my life. And I think I just want to encourage you guys to, to stay the course. So I, the way I broke this down today is that I, I want to talk about from a coaching perspective, what happens. And I think it could be an interesting twist on maybe why you could also look at this a little bit differently. So number one, when you get coached and you start working with me, you've got some kind of goal, right? It's fat loss, gain strength, get healthier, build muscle. You may sort of decide that this is the the time in your life that everything is perfect. You have nothing ahead of you to get in your way. This is smooth sailing. It's going to be perfect this time. And you're going to do all the things that you couldn't do ever at one time. But finally, this time, you're going to do them all at one time. At one time. And a lot of people start thinking like that. Like this is going to be, this is the new new year, new me. And so you set these expectations that are high, which is good. I like that. I think that's important. I'm not a huge fan of baby steps, especially at this point, because sometimes with baby steps, all people are doing is they continue to lower the standard for themselves till they get to the point where they're like, I just want to wake up in the morning. And if I could just wake up in the morning, that would be a win. And I kind of watch people talk themselves out of like, you know, great lives and more for themselves. And so here's what I want to talk about. So you come into the app or whatever coach you're working with, whatever fitness, you know, kind of kick you're on this year and you start the process and it's always harder than you think. It just it just is whatever it is. You think I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. You get there three you say, I'm going to take this class, you know, four times a week, you get there too. And you start to feel like you're not able to follow through with the commitments you've made, which at least one way you could look at that is, I guess two is better than four and three is better than five in both of those cases. Like it's just better for you to have shown up more than less and more than you would have. So take those as wins, not as losses, just keep, keep going. The next thing that you're going to do is you're going to start, if you have a weight loss goal, you're going to start stepping on the scale. And only one of three things are going to happen. 
every day or whatever cadence that you step on the scale, you're going to either have gained weight, lost weight, or nothing is going to happen. And all three of those are totally appropriate um, responses to somebody who's tackling a, a weight loss goal. All of those can happen. And just because you didn't lose weight or you gained weight doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't working necessarily. Okay. Like this is really important to understand because for a lot of people, the moment that the scale doesn't go down, they think they're doing something wrong. They decide to do start doing keto or overdoing cardio or panicking or dropping carbohydrates completely. And now you've gotten yourself back into the cycle that got you into the position that you're in in the first place. So the number one rule that I tell my clients, no matter what the scale says to you, is like, do not panic. That's number one. And number two, there are really no emergencies in nutrition. Like there's nothing that has to be dealt with right this second where you need to panic and freak out at all. Like it's a matter of time. So if you if you do listen to this podcast, go back and find the one on like a way you can manage the scale also because your relationship with the scale is going to be important. We obviously as women, I think we focus on getting smaller, like just constantly getting smaller, weighing less, getting smaller. And of course, when if you have a fat loss goal, like you're losing weight is going to be part of that. And there's definitely a relationship between weight loss and fat loss. So we can't just say the scale doesn't matter at all, but you can't put all of your energy into that scale. It is going to, it's going to betray you at times. And if you've given it every single bit of your um, energy, it's, it, you'll be disappointed. And when somebody gets disappointed, they start to get discouraged. And when they get discouraged, they want to stop doing the thing that doesn't feel good, right? Like I get that. There's a lot that, you know, especially when you're on this path for weight loss, it is very difficult if if the scale doesn't move and you have nothing else that you're hanging on to that you're focused on. So one thing that's common is that I'll get messages in the app, maybe it's assessment day, right? And somebody's relatively new and they haven't like kind of fully absorbed the philosophy that I have or that like you really need to have if you're gonna make progress long-term. And that would be, somebody might say to me, like, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. I went to the gym this week. I ate perfectly and the scale didn't move. What's happening? I'm so discouraged. I don't know if I can do this any longer. I hate looking at myself in the mirror. These types of things, right? Like, it's just, it's just, you're just overwhelmed. So pause, just hold on a minute because if you listen to what you just told me, number one, you said, I went to the gym every day. So you're a healthier, fitter person today than you were a week ago. The second thing you said is, I did everything that I'm supposed to do. Okay, so that's amazing. So you know you can do it, right? So now you can just put that on repeat. And I think the third thing is, if you say it's not working, you're only focused on the scale. Uh, oftentimes your behavior has to be consistent for weeks and weeks before you see any movement on the scale. You could be doing things like misreporting your calories if you're not tracking. And it's possible, it's totally possible in that case that you've gained body fat, but 
more likely your body is just adjusting. There could be a lag period for fat loss and weight loss, and you just need to stay consistent and super patient. People lose body fat at all kinds of different rates. I love to see like 10% of your body fat, body weight, excuse me, per week is good, but that's takes some discipline. And that means you're going to be in a pretty good caloric deficit. So if you're 170 pounds and your goal is to get to 150 pounds, 10% is 1.7. So 1.7 pounds a week is that's a lot. And I normally see 0.5 to maybe one pound a week with the women I coach. So if you're going to go into a deeper deficit, and you're going to get better results. But with the deeper deficit comes side effects, hunger, fatigue, sometimes workouts aren't as good. So you have to be kind of willing to, you know, take the hits with a caloric deficit to be able to move faster and make faster progress, which is not always better for people because it can be hard to tolerate that, especially if some you're somebody who likes to be active, likes to lift, you know, has pretty intense workouts, that caloric deficit, you'll, you're going to feel it. So just remember that all of those different scenarios, gain weight, lose weight, nothing happens on the scale are all perfectly acceptable. If you do a check-in and you've gained weight and I see that uh, there's nothing in me that panics at all, or even says like, okay, we need to make an adjustment. This is we're way off here. I, I look a little bit more deeply than that. So I'm going to look at your food quality and there you can kind of tell there are some food choices that people can make that are like, you can kind of tell that that's probably a mis mistracked uh, item or those there's some tracking errors in there, especially if it's just kind of food is like all over the place. It's different every day. It's kind of you know things that you can grab like snack type foods where it's possible you didn't really know how much you took and you're overeating. Um, there are calories that sneak in there through things that we drink that we don't account for. So never in a, you know, somebody being with me for a week, would I ever kind of panic if I'm not seeing the scale go down immediately? I love when people come and work with me and are willing to just let me put them at more of a maintenance calorie for a while and then start kind of scaling the calories down to see how they feel. Are they still having great workouts and make sure they sort of understand that we can fuel those workouts and still build some strength and build muscle, even in a slight caloric deficit. But I love the idea of somebody working with me on just maintaining for a while. And I ask most people to do that. It's difficult, right? Because when you come, a lot of people are ready, like they are ready now. I have some people who are absolutely chomping at the bit to, to like diet and lose body fat. And I get it. I get it. You know, it's like when you're ready, you're ready. When you're motivated, you're motivated, but just a period of stabilization can actually be really effective for a fat loss goal. In fact, in the, in our research uh, team, our, our lab on doing the uh, study on reverse dieting, we we're doing that with people. We've asked they will be maintaining for a couple of weeks so we can get like a stable idea of what their maintenance is. Remember, the best way to determine your maintenance calories is to report what you do. And then if you're not, if the scale isn't moving, we know we found a pretty good natural maintenance for you. Um, and then we can start to, to lower your calories from there to get you into a caloric deficit if your goal, in fact, is to lose body fat. So 
Gaining weight, still, we don't panic. Now listen, if you're gaining weight week after week after week, then you're not in a caloric deficit. There's no way around it. I get I get messages all the time that are like, I'm in a caloric deficit, but I'm gaining weight. That's not gonna happen. So if you are gaining weight, you are overeating for what your body needs, under moving, overeating, whatever combination of that. So weight gain is caused by too many calories and you just don't need that much food. So just know that if you went for a few weeks, we would definitely make a, a an adjustment. But a lot of people, it's just about learning and tracking everything and getting a little bit more, you know, disciplined around the foods that you're putting in your mouth and maybe even in some cases weighing and measuring so that you can really, really understand. Okay. So the, the next thing I would say is if you lose weight, right? So if you are working with me or another coach and you have success that week and you're losing weight, that's great, especially if your goal is fat loss. We want that. The scale going down is a one component. Also, you have to remember to take in count your how you feel, the work you've done, the progress you've made outside of just the scale, your measurements. And sometimes your measurements go up, the scale goes down, the scale goes down the measurements go up like don't get too worried about it but what we what we want to see is like your total body of work and usually after a few weeks we can tell if something needs to be adjusted more movement maybe adding in some walks fewer calories usually we we don't touch protein if anything I'll I'll increase it but losing a I mean, when you lose weight, when you're on a weight loss goal, it's pretty amazing and it feels really good and you feel really accomplished and successful. And then I think the problem can be is if that that trajectory doesn't continue and you start to get discouraged, but do not do that, okay? Like one of the number one things people do is once they get discouraged, they sabotage themselves and they might sabotage themselves by getting into some old habits and now you really won't get results, right? Like you well, now you're screwed and you've, you've kind of created a situation where you've, what's that self-fulfilling prophecy where you've, you've sabotaged yourself. So you've said, see, I can't do it. And then you kind of go back to your old habits and then you do gain weight and then you really feel like you can't do it. And you're, you're back in the cycle, no matter your results, the best thing for you to do is stay the course and stay consistent. A lot of people when they even just start eating consistently, like I have a girlfriend who is, she's a CrossFit athlete. She doesn't think she's an athlete. I think she's, I think if you're doing CrossFit, you can call yourself an athlete, no matter what level you are. But so we gave her more calories than she's used to and a shitload more protein than she's ever consumed. And in the first couple of weeks, she lost a couple pounds, which is totally counterintuitive and probably not what she would have done before. Probably before she would have done the old like cut out the carbs, totally cut the calories, do her like cleansing stuff. And now we're getting her on a like if you want to train like that and you want to be strong and you want to be fit and you want to look fit, you need a proper caloric intake and a proper amount of protein and you need to be consistent. And so now she's consistent. She feels tighter. She feels better. She feels 
lighter, she's getting stronger. And that's with 1800 calories or so. And she's been in a little bit of a range because she was used to kind of doing the habit of under eating and then probably overeating and eating some garbage, drinking a little bit more. And so just even though it's more food, it's good food, and it's consistent, and it's helpful to her, and it's getting her, you know, closer to where she wants to be. And then what I love about that is we can slowly start to take her calories down. So if we had just started her at, you know, 1400 calories, she's screwed, like we don't have anywhere to go from there. So the goal is to start people with as much as possible, get them fueled, get them feeling great, prevent them from, you know, crashing in the gym and feeling like you just can't do it. And we can, we can do that through food and proper fuel. I am like struggling with finding words. Jeez. So, you know, be encouraged that you can, you know, you can make more progress than you think if you can just kind of trust the process. And I think I have a lot of discretion here. There are definitely some rules, one gram of protein per pound of your goal or ideal body weight, carbohydrates, you know, what people think is low and what I think is low is very different. A lot of people have gotten used to the keto kind of mindset and perhaps there is a use for keto. I'm going to be learning that more about that more this semester with Dr. Campbell, but in my experience for performance it's not necessary. And it's, it's probably, especially for a woman, it's probably not going to help you that much. So you want to be really careful that you are fueling well. So this would be my, my point with all of that was that like, you can eat more food than you might think. And just by being consistent and cleaning up that nutrition, hydrating, being consistent with training, you can probably lose a little bit of body fat early on. And that is going to keep you motivated and helpful and be helpful to you in terms of like mindset. I mean, results do help keep you motivated, right? And the way to get results is to stay consistent. There's no other way. There's no fast way to do it. I mean, actually, that's not true. There's probably if we could just like cut a lot of your food, but for most people who I work with, that's not my goal for them. I'm not like this weight loss specialist. I am a like, you know, focusing on strength, longevity, aging well, building muscle, maintaining muscle. And that's very different than just cutting calories and, and, you know, getting people to move the scale. So losing weight when you're on a fat loss goal is going to be good. And if that's the case for you, you probably don't need to make any adjustments unless you're going into like weight loss numbers that are too big. I've had a couple of people over the years where I can think of one, She, I think she started about 160, got down to 128, just absolutely shredded. And as time went on, sometimes she was losing like three pounds a week. I don't really love that, but sometimes she would lose nothing and sometimes she would gain a little bit. So on average, she was still in the kind of 1% of her total body weight over time. But, you know, the other thing that was interesting about her is that she was super consistent. So I was looking for inconsistencies with her and I just, I couldn't really find them. So I didn't make any adjustments. And even just looking at, you know, a lot of you guys looking at your caloric intake, like I'm okay with it. I think it's safe, but you also have to feel good about it and you have to feel energized and you have to feel like you can still, perform the way you want to perform and do the workouts that you want to do. So 
that is a little bit of the collaboration that I think is really cool with coaching and clients is like, she wanted to know if, if we should make an adjustment. I asked her how she was feeling and she kind of stabilized and her, you know, we got her in a really good place. So sometimes people are losing more weight than I would want them to. And I might make an adjustment up or give them more food that day. And I think with her also, her metabolism just started to rev. And that is all like, that's feedback that I need as a coach to be able to help her so that, remember, the goal is to maintain lean muscle. And the way you do that is through resistance training, protein, and enough calories. So too little isn't great either, at least not if you're somebody who I'm working with. And then man, the last one is nothing. Sometimes nothing happens on that scale. Sometimes nothing happens, nothing moves. And that might happen for two or three weeks. And when that happens, there are a couple things that go through my mind. And I've mentioned these before. One is, are we tracking properly? Like, are we, do we think we're tracking our calories properly? Cause that can be an issue. You know, if you're off a few hundred calories due to like serving sizes or whatever different, you know, scenarios could come into play. Did you forget to track? We call it like tracking errors. It's either intentional or unintentional. And some people are just like, they just freaking lie because they cannot stand to see what they actually did. And they're embarrassed by it. And I totally understand that, but you don't have to be with me that like, cause you kind of, as a coach, you kind of know over time, you're like, this person is not being transparent with me. So be transparent on in all ways. Like when it comes to this stuff, be transparent and make sure that you are being honest with yourself, with your coach, because it, it if you're not, the biggest problem is that you're going to be confused by your results every week. And so is your coach. And they're going to give you recommendations based on mis misinformation. And that's definitely not going to be helpful. So as hard as it is sometimes, just put it in there. So on those weeks where nothing happens and the scale doesn't move, I also don't make adjustments immediately. I go, I like to go a few weeks. So if the scale goes up for a couple of weeks, but you have a fat loss goal, we know you're over consuming. If nothing happens and we know you have a fat loss goal, well, we've found your maintenance or you need to be transparent again with your tracking. And then the other one is, is losing weight and being successful. And that's always going to feel really good when that happens. Take that as a win, build some momentum and just stay the course. But I think what I want the takeaway to be with these in all three cases, stay the course, never panic. Don't go start Googling and searching different things for me to do. Not if you're working with me. Okay. Like if you're working with me and you start to have those feelings, like you want to, you know, do something drastic, do not do that. Just hang tight because there's no downside in overeating really great food. Like there's no downside in you gaining a couple of pounds because you've eaten really well. Zero. Like there's no downside in that. So don't be thinking like, oh my gosh, I gained, I gained a few pounds. Like a few pounds up or down is nothing. That's, that's, you're in maintenance now. Remember maintenance is usually within like three to five pounds of whatever your ideal kind of or current body weight is that you've reached. And you'll go up and you'll go down a little bit. So don't panic. Don't make drastic changes. 
stay the course and stay consistent. That's going to be really, really key. And I think the last thing I want to say, so let's just summarize that before I move on. And any given week, if you're doing a check-in, you're going to have gained weight, lost weight, or nothing is going to happen on the scale. Measurements are tricky because they can increase and decrease. But what you're looking for is trends over time. Okay. The second thing is don't panic ever, never, never panic and then go do something drastic to try to you know, burn it off or move it faster or reverse without connecting with me or your coach. They may have a philosophy and of course it's your life to live. Like you can decide to do whatever you want. If you want to accelerate things and you, you know, let your coach know or let me know, that's totally cool. But just know that for me, it's usually going to be it's going to be about longevity and what you can maintain. Now, I have some people who have been with me a while who can absolutely kind of put their foot on the gas. And I know that they are capable and that they understand how to adhere to their macros and they're disciplined and they can do that. And then I have some people that I just, we haven't been together long enough. You want to go to 1200 calories, which could be appropriate for some people, but maybe not for you. And I think we need to stay a little bit higher and build some consistency. And so in those cases, I'm always hoping people will take the my approach just because it's going to be healthier for you in the long run. And I think it's going to help you understand how important it is to fuel yourself well. So lastly, like I was saying, put your focus on your lifestyle, what you've accomplished, what you've changed in your life what you've improved for your lifestyle, focus on strength, on gains that you've made in the gym, maybe new training styles, try something new, go to a gym, go to CrossFit, try powerlifting, focus on what your body can do for you more than necessarily like what it looks like, even though, I mean, listen, I'm here for it. Like I, I want to look great too. Like, trust me. And I want anybody who comes to me to look great and get what they want. But also I am focused myself personally on what my body can do physically. And I want to just keep getting better and stronger and, you know, fitter as I age. And I think that's really important. And then the last one is mindset. What, what kind of, you know, strides have you made from a mindset perspective that are better than they were this time last year or better than they were January 1st? So more, I am not just a weight loss coach, right? Like if you've come to me, you probably have seen my social media and you probably understand that I'm not just solely and only focused on the scale going down at all, but it's a component and it's something that you need to understand. No emergencies in nutrition, never panic about the scale and stay the course, stay consistent you know, it's like, we always say that like a winning record isn't like a hundred percent. A winning record could be 90%. My neighbor just asked me who I've been working with. She's like, I think I do it right most of the time. And she said, do I have to do it perfectly to get results? And I'm like, well, your result, like we're going to know, right? If she's, if she's tracking, she started strength training, she's eating more protein, as you progress, it seems to me your margin of error can is is a little bit less. That's what it feels like. Like when you're just starting out, 
your body just getting enough protein and resistance training can make a lot of progress. Once you're at the point where I'm at, to me, if I'm going to go into a fat loss goal, I, I, it has to be super refined. I, there's doesn't seem to be a lot of flexibility for me, but when you're starting out, you can kind of get away with a little bit more. So for her, the question is like, should I be doing a better job? And for me, I need to see the results and see what she's doing to be able to understand if we need to tighten things up. But you know, she's a perfect example of somebody who is learning to lift weights, learning to eat protein, decided to finally track her food and look at it as data and try not to get obsessive about it. And all of that just takes time. So like, I'm not worried with her, like, is the scale going down? You know, do we need to refine things? And I have a lot of you out there like that, who are just for the first time, like learning to eat enough protein, learning to stay consistent, lifting weights. And to me, like do that, focus on that because that's going to take you a long way and it's going to be really satisfying and really, really rewarding to just get better and feel better and know that you're doing a lot of the right things and the results will follow. Now, I don't know. I've had people send me pictures of their desired physique that uh, it's, it's never going to happen, but a version of their best physique can definitely reveal itself with really good nutrition alongside a really good exercise and, you know, fitness program. So there's hope, I think for all of us, you just have to compare you versus you. So one thing I love is when people partner up. And one thing I hate is when people partner up. Because if you tend to compare yourself to others, you're going to be in trouble, especially if your girlfriend has a certain amount of macros that she has, and she's making more progress than you, and you start thinking you should have her macros or whatever. That happens all the time. So just be careful. This is you versus you always and only. I mean, you can't, it, what is that comparison is the true like thief of joy, you know, just focus on being the best version of you, being the healthiest you can be. And I think you'll be much more satisfied and, you know, happy with, with your results week to week. Right. It's, I know it can be hard, especially if you have like super fit friends or strong friends, you think like, Oh my gosh, how am I never going to get there? Or if worse yet, let's say one of your, you know, neighbors or women at work is doing keto and she's just like dropping three pounds a week, five pounds a week. And you start thinking that's what you need to do too. You don't. And if you have a coach who's working with you on strength, who's working with you on, you know, losing body fat and building muscle, your path is going to be different than your typical like weight loss person. And the thing I love is that feel does feel like that's more out there now. Like it's pretty common that people understand protein resistance training, caloric intake are the really the foundation and what we need to be thinking about more than just like weight loss weight loss, weight loss. So listen, be encouraged. Okay. And know that you will get there. You won't get there if you quit and you won't get there. If you just half-ass it, you really do want to go all the way in, just like go all in. You have nothing to lose zero. And why not? You know, that old saying like time is passing anyway. So you might as well be better off six months from now than you are now. And I am super happy to help you guys Thank you for listening. Drop comments, drop questions. Please do share the show if any of it is helpful. Stay 
consistent. You got to believe that you can do that. And I've seen amazing things happen to people when they stay consistent. And honestly, that is available to anyone. So don't lose sight of that. And let me know if you need anything. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.